Welcome to Rough Life. What a day it was today. (laughs) It never fails when we take a long break like this. The first transport back feels like the very first transport we've ever done in our lives. (laughs) No one knows where the gloves are. We can't remember where the crates go. Where do we keep the kitty litter? How do we bungee cord these every transport? It's literally like we haven't been doing this for the last eight years. (laughs) But anyway... This week's transport theme is drinks, and I did that so that two of our pups could keep their original names. Whole Milk was pulled from our shelter here in Alabama. He was seen being thrown out of a car on the side of the road. The people who saw him grabbed him up and brought him to the shelter. He was supposed to go on transport in October, but we didn't have a foster for him, so we're very thankful that our friends at the shelter held on to him for so long for us. Body Armor is a doodle mix. I have him down as a Labradoodle, but he is so huge. I almost wonder if he's like Irish Wolfhound and Poodle or something. I would love to see a DNA test done on him. He was found a few months ago tied to a tree in a nearby town. Animal Control picked him up and looked for an owner, but when no owner ever came forward, one of our rescue partners, Fosters, took him home from the shelter and fostered him until he could go on transport today. They also had him neutered while they were fostering him because he would not stop peeing on everything in their house. (laughs) Eliza, now known as Orange Juice, is the mama of the O puppies from September 9th. She is the mama of four other litters that we've sent over the years, plus two other litters that two other rescues have taken. I talked about her story in the episode when her puppies left. I thought the owners refused to surrender her all these years, but it turns out she was actually feral. (laughs) They had never even been able to touch her. The other two rescues tried to catch her and they couldn't, but we finally gave the owners a trap and one day she wandered inside and we got her. Our whole plan was just to spay her and send her back to the owner's house where she could live as a feral dog, Um, but she was almost the polar opposite of a feral dog. (laughs) She stayed at Jessica's the night before she went to be spayed, and she was a little skittish for sure, but she was loving all of the attention and the petting Jessica's family was giving her. Jessica texted me the next morning and said, good news and bad news. (laughs) Good news is Eliza's doing great and she's really friendly. Bad news is Eliza's doing great and she's really friendly and there's no way I can take her back to where she's been living. (laughs) Her owners, who weren't even really her owners, she was just a stray that had moved onto their property years ago, were more than happy to let us keep her. Jessica had her for about eight weeks um, and she was afraid that they were getting way too attached to each other and that it would be too hard for her to give her up. So she came to stay with me for about 10 days. And I have to say, Jessica was right. There's no way this dog would be happy as an outside dog anymore. She has discovered the indoor dog life and there's just no going back for her. (laughs) It has been a long, long time coming, but we are so thankful that she is finally getting her happy ending. Monster is one of the pups who is the reason for this theme. (laughs) 
His owners named him Monster, and it is honestly the least fitting name possible for him. And because it makes me laugh every time I think about this six-pound dog being named Monster, I had to let him keep it. (laughs) Monster was brought to the vet a few months ago by his owner when the owner realized Monster had gotten into something the owner was cooking that he shouldn't have been cooking. (laughs) Because this is a family-friendly podcast, I won't tell you what he was cooking. I'll just say it rhymes with Bristol Beth. (laughs) Anyway, we are very thankful that he cared enough about Monster to get him to the vet to save his life. However, I'm not sure if he was afraid that the vets would turn him in or if he knew he just didn't have enough money to pay the bill or what, but the owner never came back for him. We've had this happen several times, and the vets have some certain protocol they have to follow where they have to contact the owner so many different ways for so many different days or something like that um, before the dog is legally theirs. But whatever it is, they did it, and the vets surrendered Monster to us. Now, it is no secret that I am not a big fan of Chihuahuas. But I have to say, Monster is anything but a monster, and I was so happy to get to bust him out of his solitary confinement in that metal crate in the back of the vet and take him on his freedom ride. Tropicana was found as a stray last month, right before our weather went crazy and we had several below freezing nights. The people couldn't keep her. I think they were actually going out of town the next day, if I remember correctly, But the picture they sent of her snuggled up in their outside cat's cat bed was so cute, I had to pull her. We were technically closed because we had so many we were holding onto over the five-week break, but I could not say no to that face. Kool-Aid is another one that I pulled in a moment of weakness. (laughs) I actually pulled him even before our five-week break started, knowing that there was zero chance he would get to go on the last transport before the break started, but he was absolutely skin and bones, covered in mange, and so unbelievably pitiful. He was found on my road, so I feel like someone dumped him hoping he would make his way to my house somehow, and I felt like it was my fault that the neighbors ended up with him and taking care of him, so I had to pull him. He was so goofy and so funny to have with us. Unfortunately, though, he was not potty trained while he was at my house and all of the new foods that he was eating tore his stomach up. So he was having explosive diarrhea and I was spending literally my entire days in the bathroom throwing up, which meant it fell on poor Justin to clean it up. And that just wasn't fair to him, especially since it's literally my job. So, Buddy, as we called him, got shipped off to jail for a few weeks before transport. Banta was picked up as a stray in Mississippi by animal control, and because Jessica just can't learn her lesson, she went and got him only to realize he was covered in ringworm too. (laughs) She had just sent her last ringworm puppy away the day before and was so excited for a break when she went and pulled another one in even worse condition. (laughs) He stayed with her in her isolation room since October. Besides his skin being in rough shape, he was so skinny and so malnourished, we really weren't even sure if he was going to live those first few days, but he is doing fantastic now. 
Hawaiian Punch and her sister, who is not on this transport, and I'll tell you why in a few minutes, were dumped on a road in a nearby town and wandered up to someone's house. They have eight dogs already and really weren't crazy about the idea of taking in two more, but someone they know knows me and they had them send me pictures of the puppies. My mom just happened to be coming home from vacation the next day and she was able to pick them up and foster them over the break. I cannot even count how many times she texted me or called me and said, I just love these puppies. These are two of the best puppies I have ever had. They are so smart. I love them so much. (laughs) Now, why is Hawaiian Punch on transport all alone? Well, Her sister broke her leg two days ago and had to hang back until it's just a little bit more healed. I will tell you that absolutely insane story when she gets to come up. The G litter of four were owner surrenders to the shelter here in Alabama. They surrendered the mom too, but she was actually adopted out right away. They were another group that was supposed to go on transport last month, but they didn't get to go. And actually, one of them got adopted over the five-week break, and I was devastated. (laughs) But thankfully, the adopters realized that they could not handle a puppy, and they returned it back to the shelter so we could get him. The S litter of six were owner surrenders. The owner was another one who contacted us when she heard we had taken her friend's litters and spayed their mom's. Her friend was actually the owners of the washer machine puppies from way back when. I think that was sometime this summer. These puppies have a really sad story too. They were actually a litter of 10. Two died just from who even knows what, probably just their living conditions. And then two froze to death when the weather dropped down so low so fast a few weeks ago. As soon as the owner told us that, we knew we couldn't wait until transport to get them and we had to go get them that day. Thankfully, we were able to find three fosters to split them all up so that nothing else would happen to them. The A litter of five was actually a litter of six before one was run over and killed. They were owner surrenders from the same home that the B litter of eight Great Danes came from on the October 5th Bluey transport. We actually think that these two litters might have the same dad. So, adopters, I would love a DNA test done on both litters. (laughs) The D litter of five is the litter I was telling you about in my last episode. They are from the same house as the P litter of eight on the October 15th hot dog transport and the C litter of 10 from the July 19th pasta transport. But I told y'all wrong. I said they're not related and they're just from three mama dogs that got dropped off. Well, that's not true. (laughs) Turns out they have a stud living with them who was impregnating all of the girls when they were dumped. So the C litter from the pasta transport, the P litter of hot dogs, and this litter of five from today most likely all have the same daddy. This mama from today is scheduled to be spayed this week, and I believe their daddy is already neutered. If not, then he already has an appointment to be neutered. And the other two mamas are already spayed. So, (laughs) no more babies for them. Cola is the second dog who gets to keep her name because of this theme. Belonged to the neighbors of one of our rescue partners. They found her a year ago and brought her home despite the fact that they were totally incapable of taking care of her. (laughs) 
She was skin and bones and they rarely ever fed her. So she snuck away to our rescue partner's house every chance she got just for food and love. After a whole year of begging them to surrender her or at the very least letting us spay her, they finally agreed to surrender her after they realized she was pregnant. (laughs) Thankfully, they surrendered her in time that she was able to have all 10 of her puppies in the comfort of a foster home. We think the father of the puppies is their other dog. He is a Chesapeake Bay Retriever mix. Unfortunately, he won't be coming up on transport with this happy family because after they received a noise complaint for him barking, the owners, quote, took him off. And I don't think any of us want to know what that means. Okay, and on to the cats. I told you yesterday that I was hoping to send 12 today. And Jacqueline will be happy to know 12 is all I really sent. (laughs) I went to the shelter, but I did not leave with 15 extra kittens. So, Ice T was found in the middle of the road by an elderly man. She was teeny tiny and super pitiful. He asked one of our rescue partners for help, and she got the kitten placed in a foster home where she could recover and fatten up. Pepsi was part of a litter of four. One died, and the owner gave two away before surrendering the last one to us. Yoo-Hoo was actually pulled out of a drain pipe at my church. Someone heard her meowing for help and called the shelter, who did nothing. (laughs) But then they called our local cat guru, who went out there and crawled in the pipe to get her. That sounds a lot easier than it really was. It actually involved, like, getting the police to come out there and everything, but they got her. Lemonade was a stray with a terrible upper respiratory infection. She was surrendered to one of our vet partners in a nearby town where they took care of her and even spayed her when she was healthy. The R litter of three are from the same vet. A man who fed their feral mama started working with these kittens when they were just newborn so that they wouldn't end up feral too. When they were weaned, he trapped the mom to have her spayed, and the vets took the kittens for him to find homes for them. The mom was released, but she will not be having any more kittens. The U litter of two. Listen, y'all know I really like when, when we have litters that are split across two transports that they both start with the same letter. Okay, well... <laughs> I didn't think about that when I named the first half of the U litter of two kittens something that starts with U. Like, what was I thinking? So, um, we have unsweet tea and uncaffeinated. Now, is uncaffeinated a word? I don't think so, actually. (laughs) Um, I can't find it in any dictionary that I look up online, Uh, but I didn't know what else to do. So we're going with uncaffeinated, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, so so their other litter mates are the U litter of two that was from the October 5th Bluey transport. These two were held back because one of them was just so teeny tiny and scrawny, we were worried if she would even be able to handle the transport. And the other one had an insane ulcer on her eye, in her eye. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, Dr. Burton wanted her to stay with the vet down here who was fostering her and monitor the eye just to make sure it didn't need to be removed. Thankfully, it looks like she's going to be able to keep it. This whole litter was dumped at the vet's, not the vet I've been talking about. This is a different one. And they fostered them for us. 
the V litter of three where owner surrenders. The owner planned to just take a spay voucher and get the mama cat fixed, but when he heard what great lives that these kittens were going to have, he asked if we would take the mama too. Unfortunately, he asked us that when he was dropping the kittens off. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had no room and it was too short notice to add an adult kitten on, but we hope to send her next week if we find a foster for her. Well... <laughs> That is all the stories for all 51 critters on the van tonight. I have only gagged a few times, but I think I cut my mic off in time that you guys won't hear any of that. <laughs> Don't forget, we only have two more transports left this year. So if you're needing a puppy fix before the holiday festivities start, make sure you sign up. We have lots of babies down here that would love to get out of the South and into real homes before the end of the year. It's a rough life, but... <laughs> Someone's got to do it. 